Hello, everybody. Welcome back to this latest episode of the Pivotal Podcast, where we're getting a little introspective. (laughs) And what I mean by that is... This episode is very unplanned. This episode is a Christine-style rant where we're going to start with one thing and we might end up somewhere else, but if I know anything at all, it's that these random rambles and sharing experiences and just meeting ourselves in moments of honesty help all of us more than what we often know. And as I'm recording this episode, it is Monday, February 20th. I had my first Meet Yourself series event in Sheboygan, Wisconsin on Saturday, February 11th, and my gosh, I still feel like it was yesterday. I am just in awe of the experience that was created by everybody in that room. And in addition to that, I was visiting my hometown for the first time in about six years. So it has been a really amazing and also a really wild last couple of weeks for me. I feel like I've been watching myself in a movie. I don't know if anyone has ever experienced that before. I think with big life events when we're focused on being present in them and it's maybe a step in a new direction or a moment where we're facing a fear or it's just one of those things where we're like, I can't believe I'm doing this. It often feels like we're in a movie. And as I went through the experience of being in Sheboygan and seeing people that I haven't seen in a really long time, meeting people that I've been connected to online that I never got the honor to meet in person, I truly felt like I was watching myself experience dreams that I've had. And I really think... In this moment, as I sit back and I reflect, I really think that the reason I was so ready for this experience, the reason I was so ready to face my largest fear in going back home is because I had spent about two months of time already being certain that this was the next move that I needed to make whether it went the way that I anticipated or whether my worst fears came true. And I'm sure you can tell by how I started this episode, my worst fears did not come true. And in fact, I think I proved to myself that my worst fears actually aren't my worst fears at all. And I think that's where I really want to start this episode. And you'll have to forgive me. I will probably jump around a bunch in this conversation because there's so much in my mind that I haven't had a chance to process yet. And I kind of feel like you're processing it with me right now. So thank you for being a space for me to do that. And Again, I'm hopeful that some of this experience will hit you where you need it, whether it is in a similar area of life or something completely out of context. One thing that I learned at our Meet Yourself series event is that so many of us have so many things in common that we just don't talk about. And so I want to take you back to the month of November, November of 2022, when I had this idea drop in my mind that it was time for me to go back home. And when I say home, I mean 
Sheboygan. So I had gone to Vancouver for an event that my mentor held, and she, over the last year, has taught me the power of simplicity and the power of meeting ourselves and others exactly where we are without trying to change or shift or adjust anything. She taught me the power of acceptance, really. And in November, as I watched her lead us in the event that she held, and as I watched her do that in her own simple, amazing way, I had this recognition that there is no reason that I couldn't do that too if I was called to doing it. And that the only thing that would hold me back was the fear of how it would go or what people would think or do I have enough to talk about or, you know, (laughs) does it make sense for me to do something like this? And the longer I sat and thought about it, the more it didn't seem like a good idea. The longer I sat and questioned myself, the more it felt like it would be safer to stay where I was. And... The moment I recognized that, that I was leaning into safety over leaning into my heart, what I truly felt was possible for me is the moment that I knew I needed to go for it. And I want you to think about yourself for a moment because the truth is we're all very different in this and in no way do I expect you to have the same experience of me as me, nor do I think that you should. The reason I say this is because what I've learned about myself over the years is that when I decide something, I can feel it in my heart if it's the next move for me or if it's coming from a place of desire that isn't necessarily meant for me. And I'll explain more about that in a second. But I want you to consider for yourself the last huge decision that you made. This could be in relation to you. It could be relation into relation of a business or a family dynamic, a conversation. Remember that a huge step for me doesn't have to look like a huge step for you. And our steps sort of change depending on where we're at in our life. Like in some points of my life, having a difficult conversation is as big of a step as me going back to Sheboygan was a huge step right? They can be the same size in different areas. So please don't dictate the size of your step based on the examples that I'm giving. So considering a big step that you last took. And I want you to see if you can put yourself back into the position of considering this step and noticing that there were probably a ton of thoughts going through your mind, maybe fears, excitement, all ends of the spectrum, what ifs, how you're going to do it, our mind really, really likes to take control in those moments and it wants to keep us safe. Our mind does because that is comfort, knowing what comes next, right? So we ruminate and we think into the future and our mind can go a lot of different places. But when you think about the decision that you actually made and the step that you actually chose to take, Where else in your body did you feel that that was your next best step? Was it just in your stomach like butterflies? Like you just knew something was meant for you? 
Or was it something that I experienced where it's more in my heart? Almost as though God, the universe, whatever you want to say, was kind of guiding me, guiding you to that decision. Or maybe it was a full body experience. The thought of not doing it just felt not right. And just recognize wherever you are in this. And if you haven't noticed, I want to encourage you to just notice that in the next big decision that you make. Notice that there's things that our mind does and there's things that our body does. And what I've learned, especially in this last year, in this last two months, really, (laughs) is that my body knows what is best, always. And it doesn't mean that it's not scary. It doesn't mean that it's going to go perfect. It doesn't mean that there aren't things that need to shift or change. It just means that my body knows the way. And there's an internal knowing that guides us places. And sometimes we can look at that as good or bad, right or wrong, pros and cons. But really, the thing that matters most is the takeaway, the experience, the feeling that that decision brings after the fact. And I will tell you, in November, when I decided it was time to go back to Sheboygan, when I decided it was time to not be small and hide behind my computer, that's honestly how I thought about it. There's, there's a reminder, you guys, on my phone right now that says, I forgive myself for the belief that I need to remain small. It's a very it's a very personal thing I'm sharing with you. I feel a little nervous <laughs> sharing that with you. But it's true. I have kept myself safe by remaining small, doing things online, you know, building relationships that didn't require me to necessarily be in person because my comfort zone, quite frankly, is so low. I am a very independent person. And I've really resisted relationships for a long time. And so I'm learning how important relationships are to me. And I'm learning how important it is to be in a space with other people who are learning that too. And so making the decision to go back, to host this event, to face my largest fear, the biggest black hole that exists in my life, is Sheboygan. And now that I'm out of it and I'm back at my desk in San Diego and I'm recording this for you, I feel like a new person. I feel like so much of what I was terrified of was actually meant for me. And I feel like my capacity to handle difficult things has expanded. And I wonder if for you, in these big moments, these big steps that you've taken, the things that you've felt most scared of, if the outcome isn't really what you needed, but what you needed was really a capacity to expand your ability to face fear more often or in a different way. And, you know, as we sat at the event on the 11th and I got to experience really feeling the energy 
from every single woman in that room, it was so apparent to me that those of us that we see as really confident or we put up on a higher pedestal of something that they're capable of that we don't feel capable of or any type of comparison, it actually isn't real at all. It's really our imagination. It's our mind putting us up against different people, different situations and saying, oh, I could do better than that or I couldn't do that at all. And all that is really is protection for our mind, for our body, for us to be able to place ourselves somewhere and determine if we belong or not. And as we sat in that space on Saturday, I had this beautiful feeling that we all just belonged there. And everyone who was meant to be there was truly meant to be there for one reason or another, whether it's what they expected coming in and they left with something different or whether they had no expectation at all or whether it was just a new out-of-the-box comfort zone experiment for each individual person. We all belonged. And (laughs) I think one of my favorite memories of Saturday and truly when I close my eyes, I can see where every single person was sitting in that room, which is so amazing to connect to, that feeling. I think the thing that really blew me away is when we walked in to the event, I had a little table set up with some index cards and a glass bowl. And there was a sign outside of that glass bowl that said, sometimes in order to receive, we need to be able to let something go. And I asked each attendee, in whatever way they were comfortable, to write something down that they were letting go of and to fold it up and to place it into that that glass bowl and to leave it anonymous, not to put their name on it, but just to write something that they were letting go of before they stepped into a space where it was designed that they receive. And so every woman, woman, every woman filled out that note card, put it in that glass dish, and at the end of the event, with their permission, I walked around with the bowl, and each of us grabbed an index card that wasn't ours. And we sat with that index card for a moment. We opened it up, and I asked the group to read that index card and to notice if they could relate to anything on that card. And when I asked for everyone to raise their hand, if they could have written that card themselves, I'm fairly certain that everyone, if not 90% of everyone in that room, raised their hand. But yet, we all come from different experiences. We all have different comparative levels that we stepped into that room with. Not in a judgmental or a bad way, but it's human nature to compare. And in that moment, we got to recognize that regardless of our life scenario, regardless of why they were there, regardless of why they came into that space in the first place, we all belonged together because we move through similar things. We feel similar ways. 
the fear that I felt going into that room is the fear that everyone else felt stepping into it. And how beautiful is that? And I think the, gosh, I could start to cry just thinking of this. We held our index card and we said together, I let go of this for you. And we ripped up the card and we threw it back into that bowl and we allowed ourselves to be in that together, to feel in that together. And the woman who facilitated the event with me, her name is Ellen, she led us through a beautiful practice of moving out of that room and allowing ourselves to be where we are and being accepting of that and not always having to move forward, but recognizing that sometimes when we're in place, that is still moving forward. Sometimes when we're in a place of not wanting to push and we just want to enjoy our lives, that that on its own is also growth because how hard is it to do that? And that experience, to be in a space where we all got to feel that collectively, there was no boundary between us. And it's so interesting to me that a room like that, a space like that, can exist just by inviting it in. It doesn't have to be a big event. There doesn't have to be amazing charcuterie, though, Leah, love you for that, because incredible. (laughs) And, And we will never not have that, but for the context of being able to create this in your own space, just know you don't need charcuterie. But if you want it, it's an added benefit. You don't need anything fancy. You just need the invitation to be present, to let something go, to receive something, whether from someone else or from yourself, and to move past the fear of being seen and to recognize a lot of the time that when we fear others seeing us as we are, it's really a sign that we sometimes fear seeing ourselves where we are because we feel like we should be further or we're just unsure and uncertain, especially if it's new. And it's just so incredible to think that the more we can have those moments of receiving together, the more that we can learn how we decide and move forward in things, the more that we can recognize when our mind is trying to keep us in a certain place because it's safe, but our body is like, hey, there's something here for you in this. I know you're uncertain, but I also know you feel it, and this feeling isn't going to go away until you choose to do it. The more we can connect to ourselves in that way, the more we open ourselves up to so much more joy and love and connection and relationship. And we build new layers on ourselves. And I know, for me, being that this was my first experience of anything like this, this layer that I built for myself in holding that space is a layer that will be with me forever. And it changed me in a really beautiful way. And I like to trust that there was a layer added to every woman in that room too. And so... I want to encourage you 
in this reflection, as I processed all of this with you, I want to encourage you to notice where your body's nudging you and to take that step forward and to meet yourself in a moment where you're not sure what'll happen, but you know that step is the next step. And let me know if I can support you in that. You can join Patreon. If you're unsure what that is, send me a message on Instagram. I'll explain a little bit more. And if you're not in Patreon yet, I want you to know that there's going to be an episode right after this one all about joy moments and receiving and bringing a little bit of light into our darker days through connection. And I think if you like this episode, you'll really benefit from it. It's a little bit shorter, it's to the point, and it gives you something to walk away with. So if you are not there, check out the link in the show notes of this episode and see if it resonates with you. And if you are there, look out for that next episode shortly. I can't wait to hear your takeaways and for the women who were at that experience with me, please know you changed my world. Thank you all for being here with me for this diary entry of Christine. And I will look forward to seeing you all next week. All right. Bye-bye.